Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, filthy casual. Oh, wow. Okay, so my understanding of you previously, Jordan, was mm-hmm. that you were hardcore. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. I'm taking this the hardest. This is I huge. Mean, this is devastating for you. I got devastating off the for phone our listeners with your mom, and she's really broken up about this. So I yeah, wouldn't. No, I, I know. She couldn't have she come at a worse time. Yeah, couldn't have come at a worse time. Yeah, I mean, Brad had that rough trombone concert. <sighs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's Christmas is. Christmas is gonna be rough this year. <laughs> I am not looking forward to Christmas. <laughs> Which I usually do because I love presents. <laughs> this year, bad news, Jordan. This year, instead of eggnog, your mom made shrimp nog. Oh man, things just keep getting worse. Wait, is that to punish me for being a casual? <laughs> yeah. I love well, eggs. I also, hate shrimp. <laughs> she was also upset about Brad's trombone concert. Oh, so she's punishing both of us? Yeah, it's a trombone ensemble in this scenario. Okay, that is well, a description of real life. Sure. No, it's it's bad. It's bad. I I yeah. Again, I thought I was. I thought I was hardcore. I thought I was, you know, aficionado. I thought I was an appreciator of, you know, the finer things, nuance. But turns out. I'm just a fucking Ugg boot wearing, pumpkin spice chugging, shopping at Target, going in for a couple of things, end up spending a hundred bucks. That's me. That is who I am now. How did you find this out? So it's all started out, you know, pretty hardcore. I was going to see. <laughs> You're exiting your mother's body. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> What's more hardcore than birth from a womb? Fucking nothing. Black flag has nothing on moms. This is hear that Henry, Henry Rollins, Rollins boringest comedy special. <laughs> more spoken word. I don't think he ever it's said like it was comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's charming, and you're. Mm-hmm. But yeah, are you laughing? I don't think so. Um, listen, I was going to see a concert by very credible. Um you know, high-minded musical artist, Elvis Costello, one of my favorites. It's one of your all-time favorites, and you one of my hardly, favorites. hardly find a more credible musical artist than the great singer-songwriter, yeah. Elvis I'm, Costello. Like, I'm not, this is, I'm not going to an Ed Sheeran concert, okay? I'm not going to- Ed Sheeran. No, no, but, you know, you, you understand what I'm, what I'm, the distinction I'm making here, right? But, I mean, if an Ed Sheeran song comes on when you're at the grocery store or whatever- you yeah. listen to some of it, and you're like, "Yeah, I can see why people yeah, like you're that." You're bopping around a little bit. Hey, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, sure. It's not, not the most original thing on planet Earth, but he does a good no, job. Sure. Should I have said Maroon Five? Yeah, Maroon Five is way worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going Maroon to some... Five. Really, could could be a lot worse than they are. Uh, yeah. But I'm giving some credit here to Maroon Five. Okay. So anyway, I'm not. I'm. Not, this isn't some. You know, this isn't some middle of the road. You know, grocery store act. Yeah. This is innovative. This is, this is one of the genre grocery bending. store acts in, in the world. <laughs> right. May, you know, maybe watching the detectives comes on in Whole Foods, like a cool Whole Foods in a right. cool part of town. My favorite Elvis Costello song is Come on, Eileen. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. So I was, I was at the beautiful Greek theater. Have you ever seen a show at the Greek, Jesse? Oh, yeah. Well, I said to my wife, get me to the Greek. Right. That's what I said. She brings you a and, Russell Brand DVD? And we watched The National. We went, I went to an, oh, the okay. National concert. Great. I'm sure that was great. Uh, my wife was pregnant and the music made her feel sick, so we left. Ah. But I'm sure you could appreciate for the time you were there, the beautiful scenery, great acoustics. Incredible place. Very mopey in my limited experience. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, more yeah, of an ennui kind of mm-hmm. feeling, not like a yeah. Um, so I'm there. I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
I couldn't couldn't be more excited to see one of my faves. Um, I will say, interesting, just kind of waiting, kind of observing the crowd, waiting, waiting for him to go on. Um, the audience, uh, a little, a little, a little old. This audience. Um, I would say that the men in the audience, two styles were very prominent. Dan Flashes and Driving Crooner. <laughs> Most no, men were either dressed via from Dan Flashes or dressed as the driving crooner. And this is at the Elvis Costello concert? Yeah, you know, I think that like... Is it just because people just go to things at the Greek the way that they go to things at the Hollywood Bowl? I think that's part of it, yeah. It's just something that like, you know, whatever you you hear about on the local public radio station and you buy tickets or like... You know, I mean, I think like Elvis Costello has had, you know, it's has had, a, had an interesting career in that like maybe started out as kind of a, you know, new wavy punk guy. But then are you has, suggesting that these people at the concert were just big Burt Bacharach fans? I think so. I think that was part of it. I think that like his late period, you know, collaborations with Burt Bacharach and they're like, like, well, I came to the work of Elvis Costello primarily through the jazz vocals of his wife, Diana Krall. Yeah, uh, you're, you know, I think I totally think that happens. And I think that like his like late career Americana albums maybe kind of attracted some of these like, you know, people who only listen to Bob Dylan and then a couple other things, but mostly want to talk about Bob Dylan. And I imagine there were a lot of people who had come there because they were big fans of the roots. Sure. Right. Yes. <laughs> I think we could all agree. <laughs> I mean, that's everybody's favorite Elvis Costello album, right? They're, anyway. they're all there and they're like, wow, I hope this show is as much of a mixed bag as that album. <laughs> Generous of you to say mixed bag. Generous yeah. of you to say mixed bag. Um, we wish them both all the best. Of course. Yes. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, maybe we'll do a bad show someday. <laughs> <laughs> we might. And I hope, I hope people treat us with as much grace as we treated those, those, those geniuses. By the way, next episode of Jordan Jesse Go, collaboration with Carol King. <laughs> um, it's gonna come out on Third Man Records. It's gonna be a little vinyl you can only get at their store. An exploration of the Great American Songbook. I mean, is there a greater songbook? <laughs> Name one. Name a fucking greater songbook. I mean, there's a lot of people who will speak up on behalf of the. German American the sure. great German songbook no uh uh sorry <laughs> not even close okay so i'm 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 ready to enjoy this thing i'm enjoying all the driving crooners in the audience mm-hmm. um they're not crooning but you know, you've seen the you've seen the sketch yeah um these are characters from i think you should leave yeah great show a little funny um and, you know, and Elvis hits the stage and it becomes it, what I suspect is going on within Elvis Costello is that he is sick and tired of his music uh-huh. and wants to jam and interpolate and do wacko versions of his songs which include new lyrics and sometimes change into other songs and 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 they try as hard as they can to be unrecognizable meanwhile the audience is just out there going come on eileen come on eileen <laughs> And then someone in the band yells, same era, wrong, <laughs> wrong artist, <laughs> around the same time, yes. I could see how you would make that mistake. I, yes, I think those guys are Scottish. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there going like, shouldn't I be, as a fan, shouldn't I be appreciating this? Like, I get to hear, you know, these new, like, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard those songs you know, more times than I can count. Shouldn't I be enjoying these, you know, free, explorative, 
innovative versions of these songs? Shouldn't I like seeing, you know, shouldn't I like seeing the artist at play? People watch, people listen to Elvis Costello Mm -hmm. to hear the solos. Yeah, I mean, it did feel like, I'm like, what is this fucking fish? (laughs) I don't want to be here for three hours. I hope this wraps up around 10. I didn't sign up for this, but here we are listening to a bass solo. I'll grant you, Black Thought is an incredible freestyler, (laughs) but the greatest rapper of all time, that feels like a stretch. (sighs) So I... You know, ultimately had a fun night, but like, I just walked out of there going, I wish he just played the songs like I wanted them. I wish I could sing along to them. I just wish I could recognize them, you know, more than two minutes in. I'll tell you this, Jordan, Hmm. probably at the same time that you were at the Greek theater watching Elvis Costello, I was at the... um, cryptocurrency arena oh, yeah? in downtown Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, watching my Elvis Costello, mm-hmm. Erica Badu. Oh my gosh. How was that? And, uh, it just fucking ripped. Oh, okay. It was just so fucking awesome. The whole thing, the she didn't whole just thing. start scatting in the middle of her I songs? Was, I was so sure that they, like, I'm like, because you know, I, I, probably the it's probably different at the Greek for Elvis Costello. I know that for Erica Badu, I had not left the house in years mm-hmm. and I just gave Erica Badu all the money I had. Like mm-hmm. the, you go to buy tickets and they say, well, what have you got on you? Sure. You know what I mean? And then you just, you, they're like, well, you're going to have to add a few hundred to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I had given all my money to see Erica Badu. And so there was a lot riding on it. And uh, I had completely missed Most Deaf, who opened because um, of childcare issues. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, like, I'm I'm on my way there, and I'm like, this can only disappoint because you know what you think it's going to be—a fucking bunch of uh, smooth jazz bullshit. Sure, like it's not like even at the beginning, Erica Badu was constantly challenging what if I was like some corny shit that you snapped to, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like she never was, I want to be clear, but she always had an eye on it just in case, you know, just at any moment she could turn into no offense to what appears to be a lovely woman with some great songs, India Ari. Um, but the shit was so fucking hard and the, there's two things that I experienced in the Erica Badu concert. One is just for a person who has demonstrated a beautiful and extraordinary commitment to the art of wigs over the course <laughs> of the last uh, 25 years, she really, she really had it beat. She had like, she had braids down to her ankles that like part that she could like part and close like a, like a beaded curtain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, like she was, a, like she was the adult section at a video store and a number of like layers of outfit that made her into like some kind of combination of, like Grace Jones and George Clinton. Beautiful. But but we, but also maybe like, uh, you know those kind of cows that have like curly hair on them? Sure, Like yeah. long curly sure. hair? Sure, yeah, maybe. You know? maybe like, <laughs> like the Come On Eileen band. Maybe they're Scottish? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe? So a little bit of that, like a yeah. lot of like layers, clothing with like things hanging off of it. But the main thing is, at one point, she said something about being 56 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was, again, having given all my money, I was relatively close to the stage. And um, when she said she was 56 years old, just a surge of awe and horniness mm-hmm. flowed through me. 
that was absolutely uncontrollable. Like were, the fact that she was, and I'm, I'm not judging this, but I just want clarification. The fact that she was 56 made you more horny. This is okay. So I think it was Again, sort of not like, judging this. It I was just like want to know if that's if 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 I'm if I'm reading this correctly. I was okay. So obviously, before she said anything, mm-hmm. there was a lot of thigh being shown. Yep. Erica Badu has just the powerful physique of the doula that she is. Mm-hmm. This is a woman who knows some positions. Yep. To stand in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. She's got a very strong pelvic floor. Sure. This is all mesmerizing to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And obviously, beautiful woman in general. But the body was banging. And then I think just like, I, I it hadn't occurred to me that she was, you know, 15 years older than me. She always has been, but it, I wasn't thinking about it at the time. Sure. It was like seeing someone do an incredible feat of strength. Like she was so good at being 56 that her skill at 56-ness made me horny. Right. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, it does. It was like it. It's I was a god. Sure. And that led to significant horniness. I mean, sure. I was also already pretty horny because of the... Um, Childcare issues. <laughs> Just like this, like this, like fifty-seven-year-old uh, sort of white hipster dude who was standing in front of me and to the right, and just was there at the concert by himself, and uh, kept offering people his vape, and then oh, uh, hell yeah. At one point, this guy definitely, the odds that this guy at some point had a subscription to Grand Royal magazine, the Mm -hmm. Beastie Boys magazine, 100%. (laughs) Um, And uh, he had that kind of vaguely like Kevin Bacon-y vibe that you get from a- a That's a nice vibe. But he was like a, he was like a less handsome, more dirtbag version of that. Sure. (laughs) Uh, But at one point- he just, yeah, he's, again, by himself, empty seat next to him. Uh, he just goes, we love you, goddess. Beautiful. And I was like, you know what? Only other white guy in the vicinity. We do love we, this yes. goddess. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> and then you took a fucking huge drag off the vape. Just ripped his vape. Yeah. He was so friendly to Blasted everyone. Blasted the great. fattest cloud. It was so great. This weird guy. Loved him. Loved him. But yeah, no, nah, fucking Eric Abadu. Yeah. It was all it was all killer, no filler. Just everything was hard as fuck. Her band was I think was, that's what you you think you kind of hit on it for me. It's like something that I, I had a hard time putting my finger on. It's like and I you know, and this this conundrum, this like not really enjoying one of my favorite artists, like Caused me to think a lot about, well, what am I looking for when I go to see live music? Like, I, you know, it's, it's something I love. I go a lot. Like, I, you know, what what am I looking for? What am I doing? And I like, I think I think that is what I want. I think I just want uh, the songs right? I like, but a little harder. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just want it to be yes. a little hard, maybe a little faster, a little louder, a little more intense. But you do, you do. Yeah. I think that, that th- when I think about the like surprising live music experiences that I've had. I'm like, oh yeah, that was way harder than I thought it was going to be. Erica Badu also, for me, delivered something that is really magical, which is uh, being horny for how funny someone is. Yeah. Because nice. Erica Badu, she doesn't, it's not like she's telling stories on stage. She just has remarks. Mm. Like occasionally she'll just go, uh-uh, that kind of thing. Like, eh. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, she's hella funny. <laughs> Fucking Erica Badu's yeah. so cool. <laughs> oh, my hey, God. Uh, how hard do you think this guest of ours is going to go? Well, we'll find out, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the producer of this program and uh, stand-up comic. Uh, he also went to college with us. Yeah. Uh, Matt <laughs> Lieb. Hi, Matt. Hey. All right. We're getting horned up here. I like that this is the episode that I'm guesting on. Is the one where you talk about how horny you are. <laughs> what? 
Finally, I'm addressing this. Yes. Finally, it comes out. I've been saying for years, like, this guy is horny and needs yeah. to let it out. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jesse, you do those AMAs, and people mm-hmm. always say, how horny are you? There are no answers. I never you're talking about that your, one. I answer all the other fucking questions. Desert Island discs. You're happy to conversion. do that. Sure. Talk about that. want to hear about your Desert Island dick. Matt, um, what's the what's the horniest concert that you've ever been to? Oh, horniest concert. Um, I mean, Future Islands was pretty horny. You guys, uh, you guys know Future Islands? I They're saw like a- this. I saw this Future Islands. Uh, yeah. this year. I saw Future Islands this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they have a lead yeah. singer. They're from Baltimore. They're like uh, I don't know music genres, but they uh, got kind of like an '80s feel to it um and uh the lead singer he just sings he's you know he's one of those bands where they just have a singer who sings but he also like kind of does this like these sexy dances right but like working class sexy dances like he's not a good dancer but he dances hard it's the enthusiasm yeah this i knew this band from like occasionally being played on our public radio station, sure, and the viral video where they played on Letterman and yes. Letterman is blown away by them. Yes, that's how I found out about them. I guess and it's the most. I guess it's like of the like Letterman YouTube channel. It's the most viewed Letterman YouTube. It's so like the this best. band is like a sexy Baltimore Warren Zevon. <laughs> sure, I mean it's like of a regular. It's like of a triple uh, A catcher started a band uh like he he's got a face like an old-timey baseball player that's a great way to describe this guy i was trying to tell people about him when i saw it and i was like he looks like your dad's friend yes yes he's like a Not grown your dad up, no 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 You're- he's like his friend who's like a mechanic and knows how to steal cable and it's like <laughs> he's, he's he's really yeah. regular he's like just a regular guy and uh he he sings with all of his heart. He growls yep. sometimes, which is you know abnormal for the type of kind of like new wave music that he's doing. Uh, and it's the music's great, and he, there's something about this guy that the whole audience is horned up. Yeah, for his enthusiasm, it's uh, it's pretty incredible. I, I mean, I was horned up. So, I you know, th- yeah. it's it is yeah. I they they give off a surprising amount of horniness because like their their genre is like 80s inspired indie rock right which is not like it is a good kind of thing to listen to i don't think that like i don't i don't think that in general this sort of music makes anyone horny no but the that performance and that enthusiasm you are absolutely right it like kicks it up a notch it's the only time i've ever seen a good live music performance on tv you know like uh, tv in general you watch like a late night show and or like saturday night live and some band you know will be on and uh it's usually like i don't know it's mid at best but this was like the first time it was like someone who knew he was on tv and he was like (laughs) i'm gonna really fucking go for it and he did and it was great and i got horny jordan what's the horniest concert you've ever been to um, you know, I, I don't know if this is the horniest, but I am reminded, as we're talking about this, uh, of going to see TV on the radio. Mm, yeah. And I really, really like TV on the radio um, and maybe would like describe their genre of music as like, you know, it's like a it's like the rockier Radiohead songs. It's mm-hmm. like maybe got a little more like of a groove to it but like it is you know kind of like if radiohead had some black people in it you know <laughs> yeah. if it if radiohead wasn't just a the right. the most british band in the world it is like headphone dorm music sure. i would call it yes and i went to see tv on the radio and it did that thing it went way fucking harder than i ever thought it could just listening to the records and the amount of horniness coming from the audience was baffling. I'm like this is like this is like stony chill out. I'm 
you know, stoned and trying to make a stir fry for the first time, right? Like that's that's this. <laughs> but you got to velvet, you got to velvet the meat. Yeah. <laughs> but when you like hearing it live and then going back and listening to the albums, I'm like, "Oh, these are all fuck jams. These are all fuck jams through the filter of like, you know, post punk radiohead stuff but like these are absolutely at their core fuck jams and they absolutely rule um yeah boy see tv on the radio live if you ever get a chance boy howdy what a band yeah sounds like a good time yeah it's a great time and i don't mean to denigrate radiohead by the way radiohead is my favorite live act to see are there oh there's what do they do you see that's the question if you haven't seen radiohead you'd be like it sounds boring, right? It's the same shit. It's the same songs you love, but fucking faster and harder. <laughs> it is, though. It's that, yeah? and it's like, it's seeing that uh, a lot of the, you know, the beep, beep, boop, boops, and the, you know, the all that stuff is done live with live instruments. It's not all like, uh, there's not like a guy at a DJ booth, you know, uh, making sound effects. It's like, there's a lot going on everyone's doing something weird and the music goes faster and harder and tom york and his like his scrunched up face little weird eye and there's he's just like crooning in this like in the sexiest way possible for i think for a british person because (laughs) i mean listen for all your british listeners out there i think you will agree with me when i say that yeah there's a lot of uh horniness in in british people that uh Matt, have you seen mr bean have yes. you seen the bean mr. it's a bean. reason why they call it flicking the bean listen i understand it's I'm not because the clitoris looks like a bean it's because mr bean no. no but i mean listen i'm i'm saying that british people are horny but it's like a pent-up type of horny you know <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a island of people with a lot of with cum backed up in their bodies and and Tom York is able mm-hmm. to express that uh, in a By way. By the way, go see us at the London Podcast Festival in September. <laughs> let us let us express you, England. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just saying that Radiohead is a very yes. good band live. You got to yeah. check them. If out. Radiohead is not touring, we can express you, England. Yeah, that's my right. my unsophisticated understanding of Radiohead. I was like imagining what their big show is where they like bring people on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like what I thought of, and I'm not saying this as a joke, is in between Radiohead's like alternative rock radio stars and Radiohead's like gods of indie rock, mm-hmm. period, uh, in the sort of interregnum. There was this rapper named Chino XL who mm-hmm. did a song that sampled Creep. Uh, and I just imagined them being like, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest tonight. <laughs> Chino XL all the way. They play the backup for him live. Ladies and gentlemen, the complicated sil- similes of Chino XL. <laughs> Uh, Matt, in general, are you like a live music guy? Do you like have to see a band you like when they come to town? Uh, I used to be, man. I used to be. I was. uh, I used to be so cool. I used to go to concerts. You're cool now. You're cool now. No, it's over, dude. I have a baby. You know, (laughs) things. A lot of cool people with babies. No, Harry and Megan. Nah, they're not. They're cool. cool That's a great point, Jordan. (laughs) Who's cooler than them? Well, what about this? Your mom and dad. They're very cool. They told me on a regular basis. My dad would tell me stories about how he used to be cool. (laughs) He would talk about the summer of 68. I wrote uh, my uh, BSA Lightning uh, cross from New Jersey all the way to San Francisco. I worked at a topless bar. You know, your dad used to be pretty cool. He would tell Wait, me is that, that a motor? Is that a motorcycle? Yeah, I guess it's a motorcycle. Yeah, he no, used to be a- just a member of the Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> he has a Boy Scouts of America Lightning. Yeah, it is a bicycle. No, he he he. Yeah, he had a motorcycle in the '60s. He was cool. Uh, yeah, and then you know, he had kids, and Reagan was president, and you know, shit changed. Yeah, but fucking Reagan he- ruined it for everybody. We all used to be cool. 
Yeah. Before the fuck. Gipper got in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I used to go to uh, I used to go to concerts a lot. I used to, you know, I used to. Uh, uh, I was an early Coachella adopter. I feel like I went to oh. a lot of the early Coachellas. Uh, like well, kind I, of a you know, kind of a Southern California rite of passage. I have still yeah. never been to a Coachella and like, you know, have enjoy watching all the like, oh my god, can you fucking believe what went down at Coachella videos? You know, yeah. the Beyonce Netflix thing. Like, right. obviously, would I have loved to have been there for that? Yeah, but like, yeah. you know. D- d- uh, Ne- yeah, Coachella has not has never sounded good to me. Yeah, it was. It used to be. I used to be able to handle it because I was like, you know, I was young. I was crazy. You know, I was. Oh, yeah? uh, you how guys cra- remember how- me in college? We were all best friends. I was <laughs> crazy. How, dog. how crazy are we talking? I mean, I uh, know, but for the listeners, how crazy? Oh, are we talking? Well, I used to do a lot of drugs, and so oh. like Coachella for me was like a fun place to go do drugs right. and uh, you know rock out and. Listen to Radiohead. I saw Radiohead there. I saw a bunch of great bands there. Um, and then the last time I went, it was like three, four years ago. Um, and I did the car camping thing. There's a big campground where you can like, that's where you sleep. And every tent that was there, there was like competing amateur DJ booths. Oh no! Where it was all these like kids who were just like, "Oh, I'm gonna be spinning from like mm. two to four. Mm. and I literally was like, I would walk into their tent. I'd be like, "Guys, we've been listening to music all day. <laughs> Can we? Please? How about an audio book? Put on an audio yeah, book. Yeah, put on a podcast. Put on a comedy <laughs> bang bang or some shit. It was, <laughs> it was That'd so be great. Annoying. A podcast DJ tent." <laughs> Exactly. Y'all ready for Marin? <laughs> Lock the gates. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I, I just, I found myself being too, uh, too old for it. Like, uh, yeah. I, 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 like, I aged out. Now it's like if I go, I gotta, I gotta have like a hotel. You know, uh, when I was too old for that one, Matt. When? Fucking seventeen, I was too old to go to Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the prospect I'm with Jordan ten thousand percent except for that I'm not even like I think Beyonce is fucking great mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would want to have been there for the mm-hmm. greatest moments of the greatest like it Prince like Prince played Coachella at yeah. one point didn't he like Prince is you know one of my five favorite musical artists of all time probably uh, and like I I went and saw Prince. But the prospect of watching him at Coachella, like the minute you say it's out, de- it's outdoors. Uh huh. It, it there's no seats. Yeah. And uh, God knows where you go to go to the bathroom. Yeah, the bat. You go to the bathroom to go to the bathroom. You can go. But straight I mean, like you know. But but then you have to figure. Then you have to get back. What do you do? We will leave it. What happens if the birds eat the trail of? Crumbs that you oh, you'll find left. your way back. Just don't, just don't listen. There's gonna be a gingerbread house. It's gonna look great. Do not <laughs> don't go, go into that, that gingerbread house. You're, you're gonna think <laughs> that you see your grandma. Right. The, it is not the co- your grandma. It's the, co- it's the Coachella witch. <laughs> <laughs> and she gingerbread eats people house. who are too fucked up to know better. <laughs> Don't go in there. That's the high NRG tent. Right. <laughs> you are not ready for this. <laughs> too high. The NRG is too high. I'm a low NRG guy, personally. I, I really feel like after a long period of not going to as many concerts as I would have liked, mm. you know, a long period where I was too busy making babies and so on and so forth to go to as many shows as I'd like. Mm. I've been to a few this year and I think I'm ready for a transformation in my entire lifestyle. Mm. And it was precipitated by shortly before the pandemic I went to see, my wife and I went to see Van Morrison oh. at, at the Wiltern Theater, beautiful Art Deco theater here in Los Angeles. Hell yeah. And just completely full of 75 year olds. We were comfortably. Right, a lot of driving crooners at that show, huh? <laughs> exclusively driving crooners. <laughs> I guess Van like, Morrison, his look, were... you could maybe describe as driving crooner. Yeah. yeah, I mean, anti vax driving crooner. <laughs> Van Morrison's not afraid to mix a little Dan Flashes in with his sure. driving crooner, but yeah, 
Um, He's pivoted yeah. though to like slick back hair, sloppy steaks at Kojino's level right. type of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he uh, going to that show where everyone sat down almost the entire time. Itty bitty jeans, Year's uh, Eve, <laughs> and like I want to st- I want to stipulate here. This was before he. It was when we just knew him to be a standard asshole, not specifically a COVID asshole. Right. Um, but it, he was fucking great. And I had a great time and I sat the whole time, except yeah. for maybe right at the end. Now, did he do wacko B side jams of all his hits or did he play the hits? in a recognizable way. Cause he seems to me like the kind of guy, and I don't know a ton about Van Morrison other than he's a recent yeah. anti-vax wacko, but like he's, you know, my, my, my impression of Van Morrison is that he would probably be one that would want to do like a slide guitar jam in the middle right. of a song that doesn't have it normally. He plays his own horn solos. Okay. Sick. So that is something that happens. It just at various points, he just picks up a trumpet and plays a horn solo. Right. Um, and there's certainly some driving crooning that happens. <laughs> sure. In the course of the show, there's a few, let's say, driving crooner interlude, interludes where right. he'll just sing a jazz standard. Yep. Uh, but... Fucking Van Morrison, one of my favorite singers of all time. And so I'm glad to hear him sing a jazz standard. And the th- the thing about it is, is that even at 7,000 years grump, which is Van Morrison's current age, he knows how to fucking set him up and knock him down. Right. You know what I mean? Like the man... Anybody who's ever listened to It's Too Late to Stop Now knows that Van Morrison brings the heat in live performance, even if he is a crazy asshole. I don't know. I, I realize I, I don't know much of his music at all. I know when I'm hearing him, yeah. when I'm like, oh, that's that guy, who's, he's, uh, that's Van Morrison. But I don't know the songs. Like, uh, I, I get him confused with... Counting Crows? He's the same guy, right? He's yeah, the, the same guy from <laughs> Counting Crows. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's the guy Mr. from Jones, Third Andy. Eye Blind. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, Stephen him. Jenkins, right? Uh-huh. The Three Doors Down guy. I, I, yeah, I just know. I know he does Moon Dance. Moon Dance. Yeah. There's a great, Matt, there's a great Van Morrison needle drop in The Sopranos. Yeah, I mean, You do yeah. a Sopranos podcast. That's right, that's right. It's when, like... Tony is kind of like wandering home and has to like sneak into his own house. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I remember it. And I remember it was a Van Morrison song, but I don't remember what it was. Mm. I had it on a playlist for a while and listened to that playlist so often that the algorithm is like, ah, here's a Van Morrison fan. Oh. And then it started feeding me his new songs. His oh, like, no. it's like, hey, guess what, Van Morrison fan? Here's some new Van Morrison songs. I think one is genuinely called They Control the Media. I think that is not. I think oh, it is something so like one that. of the most amazing things about oh, one of the most amazing things about Van Morrison. I mean, he has always been a cranky asshole. Sure, like I don't. I don't want to present him as anything other than kind of a shithead, which he just always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, at one point in order to get out of a recording contract, recorded a double album of songs that he made up on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like it's actually was recorded. It's available. You can listen to it. And um, there's like a song called Ringworm. Uh, it's just about how he thinks he might have Ringworm. This is a whole album, I'm sorry, of songs he made up on the spot? Like he's freestyling, essentially? Yeah. Because he had to record a certain number of songs for his label. Well, that's not that. I I could do that. Uh, I have looked it up. The Van Morrison song I was thinking of that Apple Music fed to me is called They Own the Media. Now, (laughs) who's they? Could be I anybody. Don't, I don't could, could be, be anybody. anybody. Could maybe yeah. it's about the Murdochs. Could it's be about the, the Murdochs. Murdochs. It's the Murdochs. 
I recommend instead that people check out the Van Morrison song, Here Comes Dumb George. George <laughs> was the name of the guy who owned the record company mm-hmm. that was making him record the songs. Okay. Uh, That's for Here sure. Comes Dumb George is the name of the What's song. This? It's about how dumb he is. Weather Machine <laughs> Blues? Oh, my. Oh, space space Laser and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, a boy, a detective. Okay, so there's two important things that we want to tell everybody about. Yes. Number one, for people in Southern California, if even one of you misses Jordan's comic signing, I'm going to be sick. I'm literally going to go to the doctor and, and tell my doctor that I'm sick. We're, we're, not, we're going to start blowing chunks. We're not going to stop till they make another Wayne's World movie. Yeah, That's how long that. we're going to be blowing chunks if you miss. Where where my can comic people signing. see this comic signing, Jordan? Good question, Jesse. It's at uh, the Great, the Wonderful, the Institution, Golden Apple Comics. It's on July first. That's a Saturday, one to four p.m. I'm going to be there signing Archie Comics, Camp Pickens, a funny and spooky new horror anthology starring now, the gang from Riverdale. Jordan, let me interject here. Please. Obviously, if people don't live in Southern California, they can't get this comic book. No, Jesse, here's the thing. You can get a copy at your local comic book store. Of Camp Pickens? Of Camp Pickens. If you want a signed copy, you can get it via the Golden Apple Comics website. But if you're in the Southern California area, yes, I'm including you, Carlsbad. You're going to want to come. Golden Apple, July 1st, 1 to 4 p.m. Get one of these books. Don't make me look like a jerk in front of the Jordan, guys, okay? If they're in Carlsbad, they already know about the legendary restaurant Tip Top Meats. Right. Sounds like they're going to get to know about a Tip Top Meat with their favorite podcaster. <laughs> Jesse, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what I was getting at. We're also coming to London, England. Yes. Look, London, England, London Podcast Festival, Thursday, September 14th. This I cannot emphasize enough the extent to which we are dependent on every single person in the entire continent of Europe and yeah. extracontinental Europeans, such as people in England, coming to this show. We're, we need we need you. We can't wait to see you. We're so excited to be coming back to the London Podcast Festival. Uh, we've done it a handful of times. It is always a blast. Um, yeah, we and we wanna we wanna keep coming back. So uh, we we need some butts and seats. Look, uh, we think it's gonna are we be a gonna e- are we gonna email Rob Delaney? Yes, sure. is he probably too busy for us to invite him and then ride his coattails to ticket sales? Yes, Jesse, let's just tell him it's an episode of Black Mirror. He's <laughs> <laughs> already in one, but he tell him it's another one. Let's tell them all it's an episode of Black Mirror. We can get everybody. Yeah. Come on. Get Bryce Dallas Howard to show up. God, I'd love to have Bryce Dallas Howard on the show. Anyway, we're listen, we're gonna we're gonna grab you some amazing guests. Jordan Jesse Go, London Podcast Festival, September 14th. Special guest Bryce Dallas Howard from Jurassic World. Uh so hit us up at maximumfun.org slash events. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Matt Lieb, Van Morrison, understander. Yeah, he's on it now. We discussed it briefly in the break. We found out what the song was from The Sopranos. Mm hmm. And I learned uh, who the they is, and they control the media. And I said, oh. whoa, this guy gets it. Yeah. Oh, who? Fucking. You're talking about me. <laughs> I guess you, you do kind of control this media. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> control this <laughs> media. This piece of media, as the producer, you control it. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. I am literally in control. I could do whatever I want. Whoa. <laughs> See? I control it. You can make the show better? <laughs> I've done that the whole time. Uh, okay, look. It's summertime, baby. 
Mm-hmm. We're all dropping our tops, whether it's the yep. top of our cars or the top of our itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikinis. I'm dumping Ow. them out over here. I'm dumping them out. I'm dumping them out. I'm dumping out my jugs, baby. Oh, hey. <laughs> Wiggle waggle. Watch Look where you're going. Go. <laughs> you're going to hit my jugs. <laughs> oh, hey, hands off the jugs. <laughs> hey, I, I got to go, go get a calzone from my jugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I lost the cannoli between my giant jugs. <laughs> oh, I can't I can't decide whether to take the bridge or the tunnel. <laughs> Matt, help us. <laughs> Make the show better. Oh, yeah. Yes, and oh god, I'll get no. one, guys. Control no, no, the media. No, no, no. Start Let's controlling no the media. But, yeah. No but uh, uh, uh. <laughs> There no it is. or no or <laughs> okay uh so it's summertime we're celebrating the summer boy spirit uh which is uh, a deep abiding sense of summerness that pervades all all creatures uh on this great green globe mm. uh for these warm months right. um but that can be expressed in a in a pure or adulterated fashion we're asking for your purest summer boy moments mm-hmm. Um, this one, Matthew, from what I've been led to believe, mm-hmm. is both a summer boy call and a momentous occasion. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It is a momentous summer boy occasion. And uh, here it is. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Celeste. They, them calling with a summer boy momentous occasion. I got purposely sterilized, a tubal ligation. And now I can raw dog all summer long. All right. Have a good one. Love you. Bye. First of all, Celeste. (laughs) Wow. Really happy to hear this for you. Beautiful. I feel like this is incredible to me because it had not occurred to me to this point. I mean, Mm -hmm. when did we, when did, when did you first go to that wedding in Baltimore that led to the, Jordan. Uh, the, I mean, the, obviously, the, very horny city, Baltimore. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Future Island's from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Sure. What was uh, that? Yeah. Five no, the, years ago. I will six say years that the, ago. The couple I was uh, I was going to the wedding of now has two kids. <laughs> the couple I was going to the wedding of hate condoms. <laughs> they hate it. Oh. <laughs> Can't <laughs> stand them. thing. But I think five, six years have passed. Yeah. It, we've been, it never once occurred to me. How beautiful an expression of the summer boy spirit raw dogging is. Yeah. Really is. And yeah. I mean, like, I want to emphasize it's it's like skinny dipping, mm-hmm. but fucking. It is this is so incredible. And like obviously, yeah. I want this to be responsible. Everybody get tested. Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, everybody make informed choices about uh now, hey, nothing. No, Family planning? Sure. Nothing, mm-hmm. you know, nothing will kill a summer like the clap. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's what they always say. That's, Richard Nixon taught us that. Right. <laughs> when I was in the Navy. <laughs> the first thing they said to me. Clap it to me. He said that on TV. He did. He yeah, said he it on laughing. On laughing. But I do think, I, I do really think that skin to skin is so central to what's being a summer boy is all about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hot, sweaty, skin-on-skin action. Mm -hmm. I also think uh, tying your tubes, very summer boy. That's uh, endless summer action, you know? Sure. Because what are the, I mean, what are the, what are the tubes but the pool noodles inside us all? (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good point. Thank you, Jordan. It's an excellent point. Yeah, I yeah. said a good. I said something good. God, yeah, I'd no, love that... to be raw dogging right now, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, <laughs> save it for the Future Islands concert. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free, dude. I'll just watch. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what the thing is about being a a, a dad is. Um, First of all, it's made from raw dogging, so that's Ooh, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Congratulations okay. on that. Mm-hmm. But on the other, my sweet summer child. <laughs> the other side of it is, um, we are we are no longer um, raw dogging it anymore. I have to go buy condoms again because yeah. you know she's like, I don't know about another baby, at least right now. Sure. And I so, had like, to having to go back is just like 
Oh man, Matt, imagine this. Let me what? put let me put this before you. Sure. Imagine not going back, but rather going to mm. for the first time. Going because to? your friend Jesse had that experience. What, what do you mean? Let's just say that you and your wife had been together since you were 17 mm-hmm. and that uh, your wife had a progressive family and a helpful doctor. Okay, okay. As a teen. Gotcha. Uh, let's say you'd been monogamous that entire time. Yeah, yeah. And let's say that you'd made uh, you'd made a lot of responsible choices along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Let's is really say, hot, by the way. This is fucking, this <laughs> ooh, is, talk, say it's slower. Still horny. I didn't know this part. There's a commercial break, and we're still horny. Matt, there. can you license us an Erica Badu song to play under this? Absolutely. I will email her website. <laughs> Let's say then, <laughs> Erica at ericabadu.com. <laughs> Me at ericabadu.com. <laughs> Actually, uh, really let's, say, <laughs> let's say then that babies were introduced into your life in a period of time when birth control pills were uh, not an appropriate choice for right. your lifestyle, right. and you had to go to the drugstore to purchase condoms for the first time in your life. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! At yeah, that fi- is at I'm... fifty-three years old. Yeah, at fifty-six years oh my old. Gosh. Wow. 80-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's. That is crazy. So what was that like for was that uh, I assume we're talking about uh you. Um, it's horrible. <laughs> I mean like I'll, let me just say to all the young people out there listening, you know, get get your gym hats. Yeah. And you know, always wear a raincoat. Yeah. Safe sex is great sex. That's right. Um, the responsibility for birth control is on the man, not the woman, um, uh, or is on everyone involved or whatever. Uh, don't, right. don't do drugs. Um, uh-huh. just say no. The whole nine yards. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was a real letdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's gooder than. It's gooder not. than not having sex. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I completely agree that it's more gooder than that. But yeah, it is. It's um. I mean, I guess if it's your was there was no novelty for you. Like it was like your first time that you didn't get horned up buying the package because uh, yeah, I, I kind of like kind of forbidden about it. Did you go yeah. and like buy like a ton of other stuff from the pharmacy <laughs> because? <laughs> You like, like didn't want him to know that you were buying condoms. They're like one box condoms, and geez, I didn't even know there were this many kinds of corn nuts. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. four this copies of Guns and Ammo, condoms, lube, and they, why he bought all of the coloring books. That's fucking weird. everything off the spinning rack of I think Bible word searches. <laughs> what are these? How did he know where to find all the Bosch series just squirreled away in our reading? <laughs> oh section? yeah, yeah. Something you gotta... Easter candy. It's September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a real. It's a real crushing blow. I mean, look, all novelty is novel. That's so true. God, but this God. is some now of more the worst ever. novelty. Sure. <laughs> this is absolutely some of the worst novelty. Uh, yeah. Matt, do you have any summer boy shit planned for the summer, or have you done any summer boy shit I'm, so far it, this year? It's a it's a great question. Um, nothing. The thing is, is like we have a, a eight month old baby. Yeah. So um, so summer just, right now just means it's hot. That's right. what it means for me. And I, I like I have in, you know, my heart of hearts, I want to do summer stuff so bad. I want to go to the beach. Yeah. Um, I want a raw dog, uh, pool noodles, all that stuff. But I uh, I just don't know when I'll be able to, to do it because I have this goddamn baby. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just Try here. raw dogging a pool noodle and report oh, yeah. back. Hell yeah. I'll, don't think I won't do it. <laughs> the conviction in the man's eyes yeah. the combination yeah, of conviction and resignation Matt yeah driving a pool noodle across state lines to get an abortion <laughs> <laughs> 
They outlawed it. In here that in situation, I'm seeing you in the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're in another state that's not California. Mm-hmm. Well, don't Matt's try, don't try been... and make sense of what I said. It's no. always been known as a real driving crooner. So yeah, right. <laughs> Trying to make it look fake. <laughs> JJ go at maximumfun.org or two zero six nine eight four four fun. That's two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ go at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La 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 la. Oh my gosh! Hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture game show Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play a whole host of games, like one where I describe a show using Limerick, and our guests have to figure out what it is. Let's do one right now. What show am I talking about? This podcast has game after game, and brilliant guests who come play them. The host is named Dave. It could be your fave, so try it. Life won't be the same. Uh, Big Business, starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Close, but no. Oh, Is it Troubled Waters, the pop culture quiz show with all your favorite comedians? Yes! Troubled Waters is the answer. To this question and all of my life's problems. Now, legally, we actually can't guarantee that. But you can find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Jay Keith, do you know what I love more than the trivia, comedy, and celebrity guests on our podcast, Go Fact Yourself? No, what, Helen? Sharing all of those things with an actual audience. A live audience. Woohoo! Well, lucky for you listeners, Go Fact Yourself has brand new episodes featuring live audiences cheering on guests every month. And we still have all of our Zoom episodes with contestants and experts from around the world. We can truly have it all. Yay! You can hear it all twice a month, every month, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, no excuses. So if you're not listening, you can go fact yourself. La, la, la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Matt Lieb, guy who learned about Elvis Costello through Austin Powers 1. I mean, better than learning about it from Austin Powers 3. That's true. (laughs) Or his collaboration with The Roots. Yeah. Wow, a new Roots album? (laughs) Not quite. Almost. Uh, You know, across America... uh, Across America, that album divided music fans. Did The Roots ruin Elvis Costello, or did Elvis Costello ruin The Roots? Who ruined who? (laughs) Jimmy Fallon ruined The Roots. Yeah, this is all Jimmy Fallon's fault. This is Jimmy's fault. You have a chance to blame him, blame him. We alluded to this. So you are, of course, the producer of Jordan Jesse Co. That's right. You are also a successful podcaster, arguably more successful than we. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's not true, but I will. I will take it. Um, yes, I do. I do a, a TV rewatch podcast called uh, Pod Yourself a Gun, which is a Sopranos podcast, and it is now a The Wire podcast. Mm. Yeah, so we go. Should I watch The Sopranos because I've never watched The Sopranos? You all. haven't, but you were doing such a great Italian guy. I figured. Uh, like, yeah, this, I we know, just assumed that was your. Uh, of course, that was the famous Sopranos character. Yeah, Joey yeah. Walnuts. That's that's <laughs> Polly, but yeah, it's fine, dude. Joey's <laughs> yeah, the other guy. Joey Walnuts. Joey Chestnuts. Polly ate brother. a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> Do you remember when the entire like media? landscape was guys from the Sopranos Uh that weren't Tony Soprano. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It would just be like, it would just be like, Hey, uh, uh, you looking for Geico car insurance? Right. Yeah, it's yeah, us, yeah. the glutes yeah. from the yeah. Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's- buy this Big Mac, or maybe I don't know something happened to you. And you're just like, I don't know why these guys need to sell all these things. But also, I was happy to see them all get work. Yeah, because you know? they're just it's, getting scale on The Sopranos. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes. what are they going to do? Go like... threaten to start a different show about <laughs> <laughs> that? <laughs> it is like, like it does, and, and you know, it's very clear when you watch this show. It does when you watch The Sopranos. Like now, is that it has a very like kind of like arch 
acting style. And I think sure. that like part of that is because like, oh, a lot of these guys were like non-actors, were just right. like wackos who they found in New Jersey who acted weird. Yeah. And like yeah. put them in a couple of scenes and then in season six, those guys get character arcs, you know? Yeah. Like it is yeah. it is yeah, it's a weird thing about the Sopranos that I Dude. like like, but I think that um when if you were just watching it now in, you know, this year that we're in, it's like, why is this part so weird? Yeah, to be it, fair, yeah, yeah. one of those guys they found in the E Street band. Sure, yeah, true. yeah, That's one true. of these guys <laughs> was from some, Bruce Springsteen's band. Easier to find than others. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it, it, there was a lot of people who they clearly were not acting. They were, I mean, they're acting in that their name's not really Vito. Right. But <laughs> they uh, were just, you know, they were just uh, New Jersey uh, Italian guys. And, Galoot, uh, yeah. Yeah, I and feel I, like, I liked it. I feel like I need to amend something. Because I made a joke that I feel like was dismissive earlier, mm, which sure. was... These different guys who played different guys that weren't Tony Soprano on The Sopranos, I suggested they wouldn't have the opportunity to find other work in television. Mm. Obviously, little Stevie Van Zant proved us wrong uh, when Hammer. he played that guy, but in Norway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right. Wait, hold on. Yeah. In Norway? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he did the he did Lily Hammer. Hold and on. I haven't seen it, but uh you know, I at some point in my life, I will run out of everything on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm ready I will, for it. I'll check it out. I think, I think, Matt, that once you're done with The Wire, mm -hmm. next up, Lillehammer, right? Rewatch podcast. It's yeah, because you're doing. Terrible you, idea. you know, I think people would like. You could probably argue about the placement of those shows. Sure, but like sure. probably most. People would say those are that's the one and two greatest TV show of all time. That's Maybe right. you could switch them, but I think most most TV people would say one and two. Right, Lillehammer's three. Right, Lillehammer. Easy. I mean, easy three. It's both. It's the breaking wire what? and Mad Sopranos who? at the same time. It's both. Yeah, I. You think... know what it is? It's it's Tulsa King. You yes. know, like it's, <laughs> it's the fourth like greatest Tulsa show. King. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, but with like. Uh, a better guitar player mm -hmm. than <laughs> <For> Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Well, for me, guys, for me, oh. number five, and I know we're not just making our top five lists, but right. the first no, four is so it. obvious that I feel like we got to list our number fives. For me, number five has got to be Magnum P.I., the new Magnum P.I. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, they made a new, they got a new P.I., new Magnum? Yeah, it's the fifth greatest television show of all fifth time. Greatest I got to check it show. out. And the original Magnum PI is like 20, 25. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Original. I mean, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's good. It's yeah. good. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. 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 Hey, Matt, in addition to being a TV podcaster, you're also a stand up comic, a very funny stand up comic. That's right. Got any gigs coming up people should buy ticks to? I uh no, uh, I do, but not until October. And I feel like mm. that is so far away. I, I mean, where I have, are you gonna be? Where are you gonna uh, be in October? In October, uh, I'm gonna be uh, headlining at the uh, San Francisco Punchline. Ooh! Um, but uh, it, people, it's, people listen to the show love to go out at the Punchline. Oh, sure. I would love, I would love to have them, but it's it's so far in advance that. Right. Tickets are not on sale, <laughs> and and uh, but you they're know they're going to mark their Matt. They're going to mark their calendars. They're all of head October, out to the punch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to go punch. to the punch, mm -hmm. and they're going to see me and my wife. Boy, voice oh. my wife. Uh, we are we are both uh, so we're co-headlining, but you know who's that still counts? But like realistically, I mean you know we're She's both headlining. well we're both headlining. you know what in my well, opinion yes. the baby is headlining the baby. that's right yes. that's right the baby's mm -hmm. gonna uh do a guest set hot five <laughs> uh <-huh>. teaching, <laughs> teaching her some good jokes she loves mm -hmm. jokes she sure. likes uh when stuff animal falls on her face <laughs> that's her, <laughs> that's that's her favorite joke solid bit. um <laughs> but uh yeah no uh yeah keep uh keep an ear out uh eye out for updates on on that and uh uh, you know, tickets will be on sale at some point. I'm also going up to San Francisco, like literally tomorrow, to do some shows. But by the time this comes out, and I just like, uh, I figure you got to save your promo for the really important stuff. 
You, you know got it. I mean? No, yeah, you got to focus that promo. You can't just list fucking forty yeah. things. People don't know what to do. A hey, question for you guys before we get out of here. Yeah. How how am I doing? You guys, uh, you uh, am I doing a good job? You guys Matt, like me? You're doing you guys, terrific. You're you so like- you're such a you're such a you've got such a wonderful personality. Oh, um, fucking banging bod. <laughs> yeah, good bod. Yeah, yeah, I work on it. No, you're doing you're doing terrific. The show show's running smooth. Got yeah. we're booking great guests, including Man. Matt Lieb. You were able to book that guy. Uh, yeah, I got me. Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Not only are you doing a great job. Yeah. I believe in you so much that I, in advance of your big shows at the Punchline, yeah. I'm going to send an email to Sarah and Vinny over there at Alice FM yeah, and s- see if they can get you on the Sarah and Vinny show. Wow. That's the kind of connections that I have in the San Francisco media landscape. Mm-hmm. I worked I worked there for three weeks. I uh, <sighs> couldn't couldn't get up that early in the morning. It was miserable. It was way too early to go. Way too early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes I'd see uh, Kevin Avery and W. Kamal Bell there. You know, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Well, would, I'm not going to put in a good. I'm not going to put in a good word with them. But yeah. Sarah and Vinny from Alice FM. Yeah, sure. I want to get on Alice FM so bad. You know, yeah. if you can get me on terrestrial radio, Oof, that's mm-hmm. the dream. I will literally do this podcast for free. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you mean guest on this podcast? You're not getting paid extra to guest on this podcast. What? That's part of your duties. I, yeah, but the whole this. point was so that I could no, get on it's Alice because FM. Someone canceled at the last minute. Man. <laughs> oh, Who do you think it was, listener? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, Matt wait, with this, we're a, doing some. Yeah. If we're doing some focused plugging, can I do a little, just one more focus? Please. Please. The last time, I'll, y'all, I'll, I'll bug people about this. This coming Saturday, July first, I'll be signing my new Archie Horror Anthology, Camp Pickens, at Golden Apple Comics here in L.A., one to four p.m. Come on out, or I'll look like a fucking jerk. They put up a Facebook. Th- like invite for this thing three people said yes to this okay listen i need more than three people to come out to golden apple or i'm gonna look like a goddamn jerk at the end of the day jordan yeah think about how cheap it is to essentially go on a date with you here yeah like we're really talking i mean it's a public supervised sure yeah absolutely but what can what does a comic cost six dollars jesse $3.99 $3.99 cover price. Okay. This is a, in single issues. This isn't a graphic novel. This is a single issue of comics. So $4. Yeah. Very Bring your $4 to Get Golden it signed, Apple. Slab it up. You basically have been on a date with Jordan Morris. Yeah. What you can you can you can eat out on that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the rest and of your remember, fucking life. You can eat Jordan on now. That story you can eat me out. cheating out on that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eating out ain't cheating out. That's right. And if you live in England and you haven't already bought your tickets to Jordan Jesse Go at the London Podcast Festival, Jesus mm-hmm. fucking Christ. Come on. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, we're going to England for you. You don't show up in England. Oh, There's only eight of you in England. Sure. <laughs> if one doesn't show up, that's a 12 point something percent all reduction. In, all 80 yeah. you have to show up. We you got to go to England, guy. They're already in England, I assume. You're talking to the... You You don't want anyone to fly from what's America. Our, what's our date? Well, I want uh, Harry and Meghan to fly out. Oh. <laughs> Knock on wood. Harry, Megan, call us. September 14th, right? September 14th, London yeah. Podcast Festival. Get those ticks. Don't make us look like jerks in front of England. You already made me look like a jerk in front of Golden Apple Comics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What if the, what if the, you know, England has a new king? Mm. What? Oh, yeah. What if he, the venue is King's Place. What if the king comes to the show? I can get him as a guest. I'll email the king okay. at the king.com. <laughs> Me at king.com. <laughs> co.uk, co. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. King doesn't have a .com website. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, Matt Liebs, our producer on the program. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on various social media platforms. Um, and, uh, yeah, fuck it. You know, that's about enough. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.